And we're back. Hello. Uh, she's. I'm rugged up. I'm quite wet from the the rain that we're gonna go play downball in. Yeah, I'll start off the. We call it the. The reboot of the Thoughts Expansion podcast with a small story of. I, I it's still an adventure technically, but it wasn't as accomplished. Depending on what you would call accomplished, is the goal. Well, I mean. We got outside, and we yeah. experienced some weather. And like, whether you like it or not, rain's part of the world, and that's the main kind of thing. Where you were walking, and we got rained on, mm. and a lot of people don't like that, and I, I quite enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, if there was like, I don't know, less need to leave, eventually I would have had a way less clothes on, and that's just how I treat rain. Mm. Well, yeah, it's not nice to have a whole bunch of jumper on you. Yeah, I don't like soggy. it. That's where I'm at right now. If we know it's that it's nice. like gonna keep raining, I'll eventually just strip in my boxes and yeah. continue. Because then you you just getting getting a free shower. It's pretty close to it. Yeah. I mean, unless you unless you are like think about the fact that now your bo is gonna be all over your clothes down <laughs> down like near your stomach and shit. Kinda, I mean, it'll nice. wash hopefully wash straight through, but yeah, depends on how smelly you are too. I'm quite a smelly human being. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Smell smells an interesting thing. Is it though, or is it just, is it just, is it just what it is? Well, because smell, smell can tell a lot of things. It can. I mean, it, it definitely can tell a lot of things. Mm. But is it is it really that like complicated? I don't think it's complicated. I think it's overlooked. Overlooked. Okay, well, I overlooked what you were saying then. Because mm, mm. a natural smell can be shit and it can be fine. But in both scenarios, everyone covers it up anyway. Yeah, and I mean, are you referring to like, you know, just like how bad it smells? Like BO. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean someone's BO can be nice. Like mm. If you really think about it, that's just your natural smell. Yeah. And like, if if you're not like, how can you be like a completely open person if you're trying to hide something from yourself? Well, or hide I mean, something like of yourself. Is it maybe the can like a condition of we're all so used to smelling like good shit? Yeah, I I definitely say so. It's always conditioning. Yeah, we're, like all of our opinions have just been down to conditioning. Yeah, we all really like the good stuff. So when we go back to bo, it's like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah, well, it represents that you haven't been showering, and the norm is to shower. Well, that's what I mean. Showering is an interesting one as well. I'd also say, like, your internal health. If some shit's going on inside, then you're going to smell it. Yeah, well, if you're eating fucking pizza every day, you're not going to smell good. Mm, you're going to smell like some you're bollocks. Not gonna, you're not going to look good. You're not going to smell good. And I think because of that persona, if you smell bad or you smell good in reference to B.O., both situations are treated the same. Because it's not as good as the... Raspberry fruitcake fucking perfume. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I could care less if you smell like a fucking dirty pig. Mm. Like, that's your decision. Like, in my opinion, showering isn't honestly the best thing to do at the moment. Like, with the way we have our water, the way that we have our products given to us to shower in. Mm. I mean, it's <coughs> it's definitely, like, you can definitely shower. And I mean, I do shower too. I think everyone should. Yeah, yeah. At the moment, our water's very corrupted. Well, just everything is corrupted, I feel. Indeed. And I wouldn't say corrupted. Maybe just we're not asking enough questions to make sure. 
Yeah, I'd say, I mean, you can get filters. Mm, so you definitely can. There's things you can do. You can. But then who's to say that that's 100% legit? Who's to say that the people that aren't make, that are making the filters are being like, yeah, all those chemicals are definitely getting out of the water. Like we we 100% say these water these chemicals are getting out mm. of the water that you're filtering. And what happens if they're not? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> ah, I suppose you got to look through the mechanics of it. Like you got to figure out what the rubber, whatever rubber they're using, and then you got to make sure you actually got the right information on the chemicals that you're the <laughs> the materials that you're using. I mean, it'll never be perfect. But I think it's a big jump for yeah. it to run through something that takes everything out. And, and unfortunately, the way we in. have everything set up, the more you like fund something, the more it's going to get like influenced, and the more people are going to want to buy it, the more people mm. that are going to want to study it to make money off it, mm. make it easier, make it more viable, make it more of a, a like a scientific kind of thing, make it like everyone wants clean water. Yeah, everyone will get clean water. Mm, if there's enough people behind it, yeah, it'll probably happen. I can see that happening. I, mean, I could. All you can have to do is just start buying yourself a, a water treater, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not that expensive. Like, it's just convenience. How much are those things that you have? Like thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. If you want a fancy one, you like sixty bucks, and then you just refill the filters and the minerals. What makes it fancy? Oh, like for the different compartments. Like, if it's just oh, a yeah. standard shower, you could just jump it on. But if it's like that fucking one, you can hold and move it around and shit. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a different compartment. Okay, so it's all basically the same kind of material that they use. It's just like yeah. those rocks and the... Yeah, they'll like put this thing that uh, runs water through it and it just rips everything out of it. Yeah. yeah. Which, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing because it takes everything out. Yeah, that's interesting. I haven't thought about that before. Because it takes all the good shit out as well. Mm. But then that, is there even point then? Well, that's what the minerals are for. So it goes through it. Oh, yeah. Then okay. it's just water and comes through all the minerals and then it's yeah, like yeah. spring water. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah. I like this big jug you have in front of you. Yeah, I, I've gotten back on the... We should talk about salt, but I want to stay in the showers for a bit. Um, Yeah, I use this... Uh, no, nah, fuck it, I'll stay in the showers. I think showers are a bit overrated. Showers, yes. Especially the people that do like twice a day, three times a day. Because mm. I think the motives are like misplaced. Yeah, well, as we were saying before, everyone needs to be clean because that's what like society expects. You have you have to be clean. You have to be showering those multiple times a day. Well, is that making them clean though? Because there's like in my opinion, I don't think it is. Like it, it might be making you clean, but it might. Well, it, I just kind of contradicted myself there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it cleans you, but it cleans you too much. That that's sort of what I was getting at. It's sort yeah. of the same stigma with like shampoo toothpaste yeah I remember you guys talking about that earlier all that jazz it's like it's it can get the job done but it overreaches Mm. you know back in the day we did not shower three times a day with chemicals all over our bodies ripping everything out the pores Mm. Mm. so I feel like it's and the fact that the reasons they're doing it obviously like you gotta be clean you gotta like be fresh and shit but I reckon the reason that when they don't shower they like feel all icky and shit isn't to do with them not sharing it's to do with them sharing too much yeah 100 percent. and they'd be used to that like you know that feeling because you obviously have the same mindset about sharing with me like that feeling when you have that shower yeah you're kind of like almost that little bit stickier in a different way you're kind of like yeah more grippier you're like a 
a bit of rubber almost. Yeah, like you could, you could, if you get sweaty, you can slide your hand, and then if you like got some soap, mm. run it through, and then dried it, it doesn't slide at all. Mm. Mm. I don't actually like soap at all. Yeah, because of that surface it makes. It's like with dishes yeah. that like. Grippy fucking yeah, that I fucking hate doing the dishes just because of that. That's the only reason that I hate everything to do mm. with like soaps and stuff. I've been lucky. Mum found a really, really, really nice um, body sh- body wash. Yeah, it, it smells like Coca Cola bottles, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> completely fuck? natural. Wow, it's beautiful. That's crazy. I wish I could remember what chemical. Not chemical. What am I saying? <laughs> I wish I could remember <laughs> what like what oil or whatever they put in there that smells like those Coke bottles that yeah. it's actually in there. It'd be nice to know. That's fucking nuts. It smells nice. Yeah, yeah. shit, man. If uh, I get out of shower, I'm like smelling my armpits. I'm like, woo. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> I'm so a little normal. bit of a. I'm a bit anecdotal with this too, because not intentionally, but I've kind of experimented with this for the last like three months. Mm. I do. And I, I, I think it's just me being lazy sometimes when I get tired. But I wouldn't shower. It is some wild shit to the to the average person. But I'd shower maybe once a week, once every two weeks. Yeah. And you go through like sort of phases of it. But I think it's hugely because it's a lot of skin shit. But I think it's hugely reliant on your diet. Yeah, it's that's the one main variable for sure. Mm. Like if you if you're someone that washes once a week and you're pretty healthy you eat your veggies you eat your greens you, you probably you probably be fine no one will really pick up you chuck on some deodorant every now and then you'll be fucking sweet chilling mm. but then yeah as you're saying like if you got a shitty diet it's just not going to work that's the only other really main variable that's where Unless it comes you're just out. wearing really dirty clothes all the time yeah like and that's the only time you're going to smell yeah sweating everywhere and shit it's not yeah it's normal for starters like just you're not supposed to have everything icky Super yeah, clean, yeah. crazy, you know, old white mom type shit. Clean <laughs> 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 <In> the dishes. <laughs> yeah, like old rich white everything households. Mm. Um, I think yeah, I think super clean is an issue. It, yeah, it's, it's detrimental. And it, I've seen people go from being sweet chill and not even thinking about it, then hitting puberty a little bit, then getting a pimple here and there. And then just completely freaking out and like washing the face too much every single day, like having these skincare products that they don't even need just for these two pimples, which just cause even more. Dude, they make so much money off that shit. They do. It's beyond me. But I mean, it's fair enough. People want to fix. Like, it's a scary thing. Some people can get pretty bad. But like, that's the problem is they're, they're fixing like the reactions. They're not fixing the root. Yeah, but sometimes the root can just be some bullshit. The root is like always ninety nine percent diet. Mm, I'd argue say I'd argue to say fifty fifty between DNA and diet. I w- I wouldn't say DNA. No, why not? Because you can have heritage that makes it fucked, but I have never seen because my family has it really bad. Mm. Everyone's had it fucking terrible, and I had it terrible when I was a bit younger. But the only thing that would like clear it completely. Is if I ate well, like real mm. well. Well, I mean that's that's fair enough. Like, mm. I guess from what I've seen, kind of like from now with what I've heard from you, it's kind of like it, it just depends even more on like if you're someone that has a family that just doesn't necessarily eat very well all the time. The family is a huge part of it. Yeah, well, I, I'd say yeah, exactly, exactly. That the family that doesn't eat the food like doesn't just supply their body properly can't raise a kid that doesn't have 
some kind of iffiness with yeah. like some kind of deformity you could say that's not the right word but <laughs> you know what i mean like you, you're more likely to get pimples or like it's yeah, harder to do it you in a smelly household. fingernails or something when everyone's eating like shit it's hard not to eat like yeah, shit exactly you just set up for it but it well, is that's what i mean 50 50 by like dna because like dna doesn't necessarily have to mean um like specifically dna more like i'd say environment yeah it's like what your family's doing that's part of your dna yeah, I suppose DNA is very, very broad. Mm. Yeah, I guess that's a very, <laughs> I'm really expanding the Extremely word. Extremely broad. That's everything of everything, basically. Everything that's been planned that you've grown into is your DNA. So there's a broad one. So technically, you're right, because you yeah. could you could link DNA. But to I everything. guess we did, I didn't think of that before we got to this point. So I <laughs> yeah, guess am yeah. I really right? <laughs> yeah. I led the right direction, I guess. Yeah, the, the skin shit is 100% what's going on under it, though. Because mm. there's dirt all over you, man. Yeah, well, I'm sure. Yeah, ju- jump in I like guess there's even that even depends on like what everyone else is doing, then. Because mm. like, if you've got a lot of people driving around, that's going to make things a little bit more dirty. And yeah, that's true. You know, experience a bit more dirt going into your pores, maybe, yeah. potentially. There's always dirt going into the pores, though. Yeah, but I mean, if there's someone, if you got like one extra person driving, that's one that little bit more of pollution <laughs> getting in there, you know? Yeah, well, whatever level of fucking shit's going into your skin, what happens after is 100% about what's going on under. Otherwise, you'd have pimples fucking everywhere, <laughs> head to toe. Yeah, it's, it comes back to that, like almost 50-50. Mm. Maybe it's like 20, no, it'd be like whatever the thirds are of 100. 70-30 be a fair play. I'd say so. Because there's, there's people that have like a genetic thing that's like fucks them up. But even then, I, I would justify like have they tried proper anti-inflammation diets? Yeah, and they have they tried just living off natural kind of things? Yeah, because I know everyone that has the issues is the first thing they do is go to the doctor. Yeah, and that goes to a whole lot of and then you automatically get to like something not heaps natural. Heaps of fucking chemicals yeah. and, and routines and shit. And then they go through like, oh, fucking low-fat diet or, or all-fruit diet and then just fucks them up. Go see this other doctor and find out more information. Oh, hello. You want to find out more information? Here you go. Here's yeah. some more information with another doctor. Yeah, here's, here's some Adderall. Try <laughs> this. <laughs> you might have ADHD. Yeah, you might have fucking Tourette's and a tumour in your foreskin. It, it, it's it's not good. Tumour in your foreskin? That is something I have not really thought about before. That's horrible. Yeah. But, like, it, they could throw anything at you and you'd probably believe it because he's a doctor. Which is, like, it's kind of weird. I mean... I'd like to know that I can tell that I have a tumor in my cock. Yeah, you'd think so. Like, what type of tumor are we talking? An external kind of thing that's kind of growing really big, or is it? No, nah, like, like a in, in cancer. Yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah. not then. Because yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell. But who doesn't feel their cock all the time? Surely you'd be able to feel like a weird like. What's well, if anyone would? You'd know immediately. Yeah. Unless it's like micro, just like a cell. But then, how the fuck's the doctor gonna know? The magic fingers, mate. They <laughs> got the paper. <laughs> You'd have to be doing some sussy shit. And yeah, I feel like you scrotum, them, sir. And oh, nothing there. Let me feel your shaft. Oh, sir, are you, are you aware of this lump that's oh. on your shaft? Oh, bloody... Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna have to rub this a little bit more. Yeah, you must have some Nigerian heritage. 
my paper says so, man. <laughs> this little piece of paper that I got from Harvard. It's yeah, not yeah, telling me this yeah. is right. This paper says everything about you and what's going to happen to you. But I think it's hugely about placebo. Placebo is another thing. Yeah, have you seen the type of, uh, like, the studies they've been doing on placebo? Not necessarily. Hit me with it. You know DEXA scans? How they sit you on a thing and they put you into a compartment and you go into this big machine? Like CAT scan or is it... Yeah, really like different? like if it's a thing like an oval shape sort of yeah, like yeah. thing. And then you put, you're like the... They pull a bed out, you lay on the bed and you go in there and it scans you. So yeah, it's kind of like a CAT machine, but I'm guessing it does like a... Probably the same it shit. It does like scan a different thing. It just scans your whole body and gives you like x-rays and shit like that. Oh yeah, so yeah, isn't that a CAT scan? It's probably CAT scan. Dex Maybe scan. Different names for Maybe it. Dex is like the American version. Maybe. I I I, I could be talking some shit, but just some illiterate fucks. Yeah, low key. But I don't mind. I don't give a shit about scans. Yeah. Because of placebo. So they got this I think it was a kid. She had some fucking shit going on and they put her in there, you know, pulled her out, blah blah blah, blah and said, You're gonna get better. And she did. But to her lack of knowledge, the noises they used for the machine, they were faking it, and the machine was off. But because she thought that process was going on, and the doctors, the, the motherfucking doctors, all-knowing people, Jesus 2.0, <laughs> paper boys, <laughs> said she'd get better. A lot of doctors, though. <coughs> a lot of doctors have a good motive, but continue. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, everyone's got a doctor they fuck with. But yeah, so... Because of this, like the stigma doctors have with their reputation, she believed him a hundred percent, and she healed. Mm. I mean, that's that's good. I mean, if that's if that's medicine, that's medicine. I mean, if that's Dude, helped, I think it pulls into Chinese medicine. They probably know about this shit. Mm. Well and truly, but the West is getting neutral. It's like the pill. They did another study with pills, how they have like empty capsules, mm. and they gave another group full capsules. And told them that the same shit would happen, mm. and they mm. both had the same, uh, same improvements. Yeah, I think I read something about like um, motion sickness on a boat, and they like did something along the lines of that. Mm. And yeah, they were just like one of them was just sugar, and a couple other people had some actual like, uh, what's it, what's it called like wave sickness or like mm. boat sickness. And they gave him some actual boat sickness medication. And seasickness? Seasickness, that's the one, I think. Yeah, I think it's sick. Yeah. And they both were pretty well, like, 50-50. So the, the, the answers were pretty skewed, but it shows that it really does not make a difference. It's just really dependent on what your body is. Mm. It and comes like back to, like, your diet and what, what you do and your DNA. Yeah, but I think the belief is a real, it's a real thing. Mm. Like, if you believe... Well, truly... You're going to survive. You probably will. Hmm. Well, there's no point doubting yourself. Well, that's what I mean. Some, some people, when they're in the hospital, and like they're, they're told they're going to die. It's like, oh, fuck, I'm going to die. Oh, well, I'm going to die. I'm definitely going to die. And then they die. But like, if it's the opposite, it's like, nah, fuck that shit. I'm going to walk tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to be all right. Yeah, and as soon as they make that decision, that makes that death. Like, Even if it does happen or mm. it doesn't happen, it, it makes it just a lot better. Like you then get to live your life. Whole process is better. And most you're of the time, die either way. Most, like, most of the time, they make it out because mm. they're like a hundred percent. Like 
I'm fucking invincible. Mm-hmm. It, it at least gets them a better outcome. Yeah, well, either way, yeah, as I was saying, like, if they do die and they have this desire to go out and do things as you're talking about, mm. they instantly just get to live their life and that's what they were meant to do. They're in a better um, place. They're in a better place. Unfortunately, it might, might have taken quite a bit of bad news to get there, but like you get to live your life then and there. And mm. that's an interesting thing. Like I, I've always wondered what it would be like to know when I was going to die or if I wanted to know if, like how I was going to die or something like along those lines of what, yeah, which one which, <laughs> which one do I see? would fuck you up. Yeah, I mean, it, it'd be interesting, but yeah, it'd really make you want to, you'd have so many alter, like, alternative motives. Yeah, alternate motives. It, it'd change your motives up. But like, uh, once you know, it changes everything. Exactly. It, it's a kind of an inertia thing. Kind of want to jump on things too quickly and then sometimes you might just not even worry about it. It could really change a lot of things, I reckon. Yeah, that, that pulls into some other shit. The whole, um, I don't know, you think too much about it, you try and predict what's going to happen, mm. and try and plan it, and it, like, it'll go completely different. Yeah, and then it just makes it shitty on you, because you're expecting something, and you're like, mm. oh, like, that didn't happen. Yeah, you put, like, unrealistic expectations. Yeah, and there's a whole bunch of questions that come along, because you, you start doubting yourself, like, why would I question that? Or then you'd, mm. like, you'd just be, like, depressed that it didn't happen, just it's just a shit situation. It yeah, it's a shit situation. It is. I used to be there. It sucks. Mm. Like putting in an expectation, even though I would never really like get upset about it that it didn't happen. But I'd always be like, "Oh, it's going to be a fucking fat ass night." Like, <laughs> yeah. especially for you hot ones. Yeah, it can kind of it can ruin it if you set the bar too high. Yeah, well and truly. And I mean, it, even just setting a bar in general, mm. like from what I've realized in the past couple years, I'd say. Is that when you set a bar and an expectation, it it, it kind of puts a, a drive to a certain way that you want to go. Mm-hmm. And then no one else in the area wants to do it or doesn't want to go that way. And then that changes your current state because you want to go do that really badly because you've mm-hmm. just manifested it and you want to go do it. And then you start getting sad and then that makes the whole group sad because this one person reflects on everyone yeah every single time it puts a cap on the enjoyment you can get out of it because you've already set up like you've planned a minimum success rate or you're going to be fucking pissed yeah well it's then it kind of comes down to like the way you deal with it Mm. because like if you if you are someone that gets pissed then you're just fucking yourself well and truly Mm. and if you're someone more like me where you kind of just sit there and you're like oh fuck like I wanted to go do that oh well it's still What's next? Just, it's still just like you're, you're expecting something to happen, but then nothing really yeah, does. Yeah. You just got to be in the present. Yeah, and then when you're in the present, it all just happens. Mm. And that's that's all it is. <laughs> there's, there's no loss. You just next thing. Let's do it. Exactly. And it's just way smoother. Yeah, it's, it's a smoother way to go through. It's way, way easier transition into start expressing yourself with art because you just, mm. you're experiencing it, just let it happen. What it becomes the mind's oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Exactly it. Fucking bit of metal work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wait, 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 yeah, that's what I was um, oh fucking what? What's the word I said before? Um, besides hype and leadership, the other one, reflection. Reflection. Yes. Yeah, I had a feeling you were talking about this instance. I had no fucking clue. What you're walking into? No, nah, no, nah, that was no? all chill. I was super vibing until that. And then um, hit me with some, some jawbrokers. And I'm like, 
This happens, mate. Yeah, it's like... Nothing personal. I want to... No, like, I want to take more from this. Like, where is this coming from? Because it was so polar opposite of what I... What what I've been feeling recently. Yeah, and it uh, it struck me the same way when I first experienced that. Yeah, it's like... You have a reputation. I want to make sure if this is right, I can get something out of it before I question it. I was like, well, could it be this? Could it be this? Could it be something else? And then if I can't find it, I'll just come back and be like, what? Say it again? And then I'll figure it out. Yeah. All I'll say is the real homies understand that it's just purple. It all comes from purple with Deb. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I love Deb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's such an interesting figure, man. It's something that, like, I came into that kind of experience. Uh, we're very vague in this situation, but who really gives a fuck? Yeah, we're just, just here for the ride. The first time that I was introduced into that situation, I was like that kind of person where I was like, you'd elaborate and try and like think for yourself and like you'd, mm. you'd kind of bring in the exterior knowledge from other things and it just doesn't make sense with that situation. Mm. Until you kind of just accept that it's purple. Yeah, you just like, yep. Mm. It's just just a bit of a yep. It's kind of just... (laughs) It's just (laughs) spiritual. That's that's all it is. That's (laughs) all you can really say. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's just proof that it's real. It's just just something else going on that's like, Mm. yeah. It's truly wild, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) No one will ever experience Deb. (coughs) No one that would hear this at least mm. <coughs> and it's really interesting thinking about that like the purple I wonder how many people will actually pick up on that if if you do understand the purple or even if you're just listening to this respond to what you think I mean by just purple and I'm tapping my head when I say purple continue mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah add some um, some listener involvement yeah of course you have to I notice that we don't really do that very often no we don't and we should because they, they involve themselves with us. Mm. Rather fewer, through a few or the many, the involvement is the key. Mm. If, you, if you can come to us with something you've gained, we can put yeah. back in. It's like an uh, ongoing cycle. We've got to give it back. Because, mm. yeah, some of the messages that I was... <coughs> like, oh, don't smoke. Yes, there we go. <laughs> well, let, let's go through some some teaching methods. <laughs> don't smoke. I mean, look, don't smoke tobacco. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, well, see, I, I would argue against that because I'm I'm a big proponent of cigars. Yeah. Cigar smoking. Yeah, that's a little bit different though. You're not really inhaling that. Yeah, that, that's like the whole point. Mm. To not inhale, to just go through like a medi- meditative, relaxing few hours. Okay, well then I'll re- I'll reframe. I'll not reframe. I'll um. I'll rephrase my word. Fuck smoking cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, fuck, yeah, don't fuck, fuck inhaling tobacco into your lungs. Yeah, don't don't inhale no. no yeah, don't yeah, don't inhale none of that shit. It's not good for you. No. But hey, mate, you know what else is good for you? Watermelon. Mm. And also mango. Interesting. Mm. What is the backstory? Watermelon and feta salad, and a mango and chicken salad. Interesting. I, I what do you yeah. what, what do you take from that? Do you have you have you tried either one? I have, but not like together. Oh, I wouldn't say together. Have you tried both of them separately? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of my fucking favourite meals is chicken and mango with the noodles and you got your fucking... Interesting. Um, is it fish sauce with the chicken one? No, not fish sauce. It's like... It's some like... Some sauce with it. Mm. Mm. Some sort of like a... Bit of mint. Yeah, min- mm. min- mango is... That's like a foundational one. You can get away with putting mint in a lot of stuff. You can. I'm lucky. I got a bit of mint just randomly growing in my backyard that's just popped out of nowhere. Wow. Yeah, that's really fucking prominent. It's that's like fucking... Really growing. Bless. Yeah, man. Fuck. I don't think anyone even grows mint in my area. I don't think so. I'd like to. I'd like to grow all types of shit. Mm. Just to spice up whatever the fuck I'm eating. Who wouldn't? Just a little bit of mint. Yep, yep. Growing shit in dirt is truly a a very powerful moment. It's fucking cool. Mm. You you basically raise the kid. Mm. But without having to fucking put a shit ton of money into it. Yeah, I mean. And you get to eat it. Yeah, you you, enjoy it. It gives back to you. Even I if mean, it's like 10 not, years not to down say the kids road. don't give back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't have to. You know, you're just taking care of them. I feel bad for your mum. They could fuck off if they wanted <laughs> to. <laughs> hey, that's up to them, man. It's like, yeah, grow, growing stuff's good as. Just watching things just mature. Especially when it's over a long time. Like, if you plant, like, a lemon tree, mm. that shit takes decades. Bro, my lemon tree just recently fell over. I used to piss on that thing when it was growing. Wow. And she used to grow fucking melons. <laughs> Bro, my lemon tree used to be prosperous. Bro, that is wild. I, I reckon trees are different to grass because any area of grass that I piss on regularly dies. Yeah, fucking oath it does. But the trees, fucking oath. Well, especially the lemons, because obviously they're acidic, and the piss is a little bit acidic. Mm. Not a little bit, pretty well acidic. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's interesting that I, I, I came to, like, I was probably like six or seven when I was pissing on the trees. Oh, okay. No, sure. And then I realized that the, uh, the lemons had fucking really grown pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> and I was around about, like, nine or ten. Piss lemons. And I put two and two together that, like, huh. Oh. My piss really uh, helped. <laughs> and to be honest, what really made me correlate it was it had nothing to do with the uh, acid in my piss. When I was that age, it was the the yellow and the yellow. Oh right, mm. that did cross yeah. my mind. Mm. The yellow factor, provided your piss is yellow and not clear. Yeah, unfortunately, at that time it was a, it was a little bit yellow for my tasting nowadays. But I wouldn't say mm. it was yellow. It was just it was just yellow. Yeah, it is pea yellow. Yeah, it's its own sort of yellow. Yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd say it, it was healthy enough to surpass, <laughs> surpass the scales of dehydration. It's fucking hell. But fucking what I want to speak on, I want to speak on electric cars and a man named Elon Musk. And a lot of people have talked on him, mm. but I, I want to bring bring an element to it. Where have you thought about the boring company? The boring company. Mm. As a concept or as a thing that... Just have, have you... Do you know what they do as a company? No. Okay, well, obviously Elon Musk owns the boring company. That's why I brought him into it. Interesting. And <coughs> he he he's decided to make hats. And he just chucked on the boring... I, mean, I just said like the boring company. Or it had something like boring or something on... Some very basic logo on the hats and he sold them. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm very sure that you've heard of the flame thro- the flame throwers that he was making. Hell yeah. Yeah, those things were fucking dope. Fuck yeah, man. Those were funded by the hats. 
So oh. he used all the money from the hats that he sold to f- make these fi- flamethrowers. And from the money that he sold, the money that he got from selling all the flamethrowers, he bought a plot of land in, I'm pretty sure it was LA. Mm. And he just dug a fucking huge hole in the ground. Just a huge hole in the ground. That was it. And then he went and talked to someone. I don't know who the fuck you have to be to go and organize this. But he's gone and fucking talked to someone. I don't know who you go have to talk to either. But I honestly don't know who gets to do this. Just to be like, yo, I want to dig a whole bunch of holes under this city for you. And make a complete underground <laughs> traveling system for you. And that's what this man did. Elon Musk somehow convinced the LA government or the LA whatever they called over there for that sector. Yeah. And just said, yeah, I want to make some holes for you so we can like run my Teslas underneath and like all the electric cars we're going to make in the future can just like latch on and we'll just like super zoom them through the fucking underground, <laughs> mate. And they're straight up like, fuck yeah. And that's what's going on right now. Yeah, I've seen some of the testing. And like, it, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't understand how someone, yeah, as I said, can just do that. Yeah. And what they're planning on doing is getting these electric cars to like clip in and just zoom like the car doesn't even have to drive mm, they just like lock it into a slot yeah. and the slot moves for and it. it the electric car then is saving even more power and it's even more like more useful it's even more <laughs> yeah. durable lasts for longer this man's got it covered mm. Elon Musk it is I mean a lot of people have like gone through that and debunked its flaws but it's in the works yeah it's it's coming. It's it's gonna happen. I, I haven't done much research since I read the original paper a while ago. It's just like yeah. Elon Musk dug some fucking holes underneath <laughs> the ground. <and laughs> yeah, I went through a phase of going through all his theories and stuff and watching people talk about it. End of the day, he's just a man doing his thing. Yeah, he's he's, okay. he's making moves. What are you reckon about electric cars? What's your opinion on them? Oh man, I mean, I I used to think it was like a hundred percent fuck yeah. But the more I heard about um, solar panels and kind of the process of making them, mm. it kind of cancels itself out. Yeah, but I'd say sense. in the long term, it's not. This, it, it, it'll like catch up. It's, it's definitely a good step. Mm. It's not the be all end all. It's not. It's definitely not the. It, it's a band aid fix, as you guys were talking about as well mm. earlier in the podcast. Uh, it's a band aid fix, and I'm a petrol head through and fucking through. <laughs> And I don't like electric cars because I can't fucking hear them. Yeah. I like don't like electric cars because there's no, like, internal rumble. On a person. I can feel in my ass when I'm sitting on the <laughs> seat. It's uncomfortable. I sit in, like, back of Ubers and just, like, feel nauseous as shit. Yeah, so no it's like rumble. motion sickness on, mm. like, planes and stuff mm. where there's no movement. Yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a perfect example of a plane. Yeah. It's, like, cruising through. It's just it's a bit shit. It's just a bit sus. Like I like the vibrations of cars so fucking much. Mm. I can fall asleep to that shit. And there's way many, not way many. What am I saying? There's way more ways we could cut out carbon, and just just gases in general, mm. burning the gases in general. There, there's there's better ways to go about cars. It. Cars need to stay. <laughs> people don't understand. Well, not people. A lot of people do understand, but a good majority of people don't understand that cars are another real like outlet for people. It's mm. almost like an art form. Or it is an art form. What am I saying? It's got a culture to it. It does. It's got a very s- this strong, prominent culture that as soon as cars became a thing, it was instantly a thing. Mm. I, d- I do think they're going to go electric eventually. It's just, it's no probably going to happen. <laughs> I won't be buried in the ground where they get rid of petrol cars. Yeah. Uh, entirely, it, it won't happen in our lifetimes. But in the long run, they're going to transition. It's going to yeah. happen. 
Unfortunately. How am I going to hear the cars coming when I'm like walking around as a ghost? No, you're just going to get hit. Exactly. <laughs> Kids walking across the street are fucked. Like they can't see me. Mm. I have to hear the cars coming to get out of the way. Yeah. Fuck so about your cars. It's more on the cars. But on a, on a personal level, I'm not about it. Mm. I don't like the vibe of it. But for like the general... I don't know, pro- progress of society. Yeah, I, I agree there, but I guess that's kind of the problem with everything, isn't it? We kind of just like, oh, my my opinion doesn't really matter. Like, I, it, it can cause change, but I really like petrol. <laughs> <laughs> that's the issue. Like, everyone was like, oh, you know, I can eat healthy, but I like food, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit tastes good. Yeah, I like my cake. Mm. Yeah, everyone. Not everyone. cupcakes, not too, it's not enough. Yeah, everyone's pretty cool with living the simple, easy life. Are you cool with it? Not anymore. Mm-hmm. I want more. Because I, I find the downsides of um of taking the easy route always much worse. Yeah. Especially when you're aware of it. Yeah. Like you, you can you can void it and have a fucking, you know, meltdown and then just come back and do it again. Which I've done for a very long time. So I'm, I'm on board for that. But you have moments of clarity where it's like, that was not fucking worth it. Mm-hmm. And especially when you see the other end of the spectrum, which is, it's so, it's so infrequently experienced. Mm. The Mm. whole, like, instead of peaks and valleys, you know, snort cocaine, get hit by a bus. They're extremes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good way to fucking put it, though. But, like, that's the sort of highs and lows you experience with daily shit like food and electronics and shit. You just get shot, drop, shot, drop. I... Because you, I don't know, the way to go about it is to get rid of both. So you don't get those highs, but you get a meaty, you sit in the middle. Yeah, but I mean, even even sitting in the middle, you still get those highs and lows. You still get, oh, you yeah. still have your own kind of like what happens. Yeah. You get that like, yeah, no matter where you're kind of sitting, you could be sitting like a really low vibrating human. You could be mm. like really depressed all the time and you'll have like the good things where like a girl looks at you and you're like, fuck yeah, like. <laughs> There's still peaks and valleys, yeah, but yeah. it's not like that's the focus. Yeah. It's not going from 10 to 0 to 10 to 0. It's going like 5, 7, 4, 5. Yeah, yeah. And you have way more time to reflect as well. Yeah, and mm. I feel like in that state, you slowly go up. Mm. Without dropping to 0 and having to restart all the time, you'll be like 5. The next year, you'll be 5.5, 6, and still pack. It's like an average. Yeah, it's like caffeine, but opposite. Mm. Like you slowly develop more and more of a horrible sleep pattern, which then means you have to drink more caffeine because you're tired from not getting enough sleep. You build a tolerance to it, yeah. so you need more caffeine yeah. to get it down. Exactly. And yeah. that's the that's the same shit with like every addiction. Everything you get like a, a hit out of. Mm. One thing people forget about is they have a phone addictions. Like oh. Everyone that owns a phone that has a SIM card, you most likely have an addiction. I've grown in my arrogance to 100% agree that everyone has a food addiction and a phone addiction. Yeah. Well, it's human nature to be addicted to something. Mm. Like, whether you're addicted to a substance, whether you're addicted to biting your nails like I am, whether you're addicted to looking at your phone like we all are. And that's just influence. I reckon... has been very heavily influenced. Yeah, that's true. And same with drugs. Like, they've been influenced in a sense that there's a a lot of people that do it. And that's just because we talk about it in the wrong sense. We we act on it in the wrong sense. Well, it's it's an example of an easy way out. But I would reword it differently. Is it not... Being our nature, but our nature to take the easy way. Yeah. The easy route is... Yeah, that's a lot better way to put it. That's our nature, like, in, in every sense. If there's an easy way, 
to get something done, we're going to take it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you've got an addiction, most of the time it's to relieve stress in some sort of way. Well, yeah, I read in the I read in the book I was trying to get Toby to read, um, letting go, that talks about how like, the whole the whole point of ad- um addictions and in drugs and stuff it's for starters it's not a shame thing because we we all want the same thing we mm. want to be in uh, I need to paint a picture let's call this we'll just call this eight we everyone wants to be at eight mm. but uh, pe- some people come across little bit of that cocaine that can just shoot you to eight immediately and you could sit there as long as you're always taking cocaine but it's it's more of a cover-up of what's going down here sitting at three four two one mm-hmm. uh, and not dealing with that shit so that you can just naturally go up to and sit at eight all the time yeah and it's the slow route yeah and no one wants to take the slow route because exactly it. it's, it's fucking you know it's hard mm. it's hard yakka but i fucking love it Mm. Taking taking the small appreciations of things like all it takes is just that one step to just start appreciating like the leaves you're looking at or the fucking mm. grass blades and you just slowly build up and then you start realizing everything you can truly appreciate. Mm. And it's just you know fucking stepping stones to life now. Yeah, well, this is the difference between like letting nature or our nature take over and us like being conscious human beings because mm. we we have logic we have um wisdom yeah and that's meant to be we're meant to have that well that's the whole point of why we don't take the easy route for everything because mm. then we turn into fucking obese dying fat slobs mm. that do mm. nothing you know what don't, I'm saying don't reproduce have problems that <laughs> don't produce a healthy breed of human healthy breed of animal mm. yeah not wrong yeah it, it's it's what kind of happens so you gotta you gotta be able to think. I reckon that's what differentiates the fucking zombie kids coming out in the new generations because they've had no time of struggle or no, no time of having to think. Mm. Having time alone to think. Yeah, they're just distracted all the time. Well, they they come out the womb with a fucking PS5 mm. playing Mario Kart. One thing I've noticed is that the Rust fan base, or not even the fan base, <laughs> the player base has changed from the cancerous, toxic, like, teenagers young adults and like for some reason sometimes strangely 40 year old people <laughs> and now it's just a bunch of like Fortnite kids oh wow so then waves happened yeah so it's like completely switched over to a whole nother oh. generation the, gen- the generation thing is really becoming clear because like you yeah you just see i i, th- I think of it as a bit brain dead but not almost not to uh, almost so it's almost an opposite thing like they're not brain dead they're like they're smart in a different way they're like smart in a non-natural thing like as I was saying the reason why I bring up Rust is because that's quite a like a, a complicated game there's a lot of like lore to it mm. and these kids are just playing it like it's fucking nothing and in a sense like it, it's smart to like, know how to do certain things and how like have it's smart to have good motor functions mm. but yeah they're smart in the wrong places they're using their smarts for playing video games and not like going out and balancing fucking bottles on their fingers and like throwing balls and shit. Yeah, well, I think that's that's the that's the better way to think about it. Like the difference of focus and the time being spent mm. has gone from something that arguably you pay less price for, like going outside. You get you get more than you give in a way. To where when you sit around and take easy routes, like you give pretty much all of yourself and don't get much back. Mm. It, you, you're getting a constant stimulus, but like. You're not getting that. You're not getting that soul food 
Mm. Not getting your soul's not getting fed what it needs. Yeah, well, I, I mean, if you can think about it in a simple way, if you can't be alone, and like that person that you are when you're alone, if that's not like a, you know, like a happy, content person, mm. that that's an issue. Mm. And then the people aren't spending enough time by themselves alone. Yeah, and then it's just because they're not comfortable with it. And well, then that's they're trying to go I mean. back to it and then I think they're, they're feeling strange and they don't want to go there. Mm. It's like a scary place. Yeah. And you pop some no pillies and go on Call of Duty and you just, just get over it. It scares me, man. Some of the kids that I see and talk to, <laughs> like when I was coaching basketball, it was like just before like Fortnite. Mm. And I was like, it was good. that These kids were actually kind of smart. They were like thinking they were actually putting their head to the ball. Mm. And then my brother started coaching a little bit. And they're all just like Fortnite, Fortnite, Fortnite. Oh man! And, it, and it's just scary. Like these kids are so like influential. Not influential. These kids are so easily like influenced. Like, yeah, easily influenced. They're like they're like a sponge. And we're like forcing. We're at a stage where we're forcing like games and videos and all these things on people. Mm. And I didn't really get that when I was a kid. Like I did a little bit. I think you probably did as well. Like, watch YouTube when you're like, whatever, like 11, 12. It wasn't nearly as accessible, but yeah. As soon I did notice a difference as soon as I got my first screen, I was hooked. Mm. And it, and I noticed exact. I know the day. Yeah, and the age is getting younger and younger day by day. Yeah, every every um every year, you notice all like the bad habits and shit that were in like the ninth grade are now in the eighth grade, mm. and the next year they're in the seventh grade and. It's like a progressive level. It's like a, yeah, it's like a progression of parents not doing their fucking job right and just slacking earlier and earlier. Uh, I mean, you're probably you're not wrong to say that parent, a lot of parents aren't doing their job right. But it's also... Like, not that they know how to. Yeah, not that, not that either of us do. It stems... But it's, like, like it's further back. It's just the way oh, we have things set up. Yeah, there's like it goes way, way, way back. At least mm. a few decades. But I mean, a parent can always be aware of these kind of things. And... It's not completely the government's fault that you're not thinking about these kind of things and you're thinking about things in a different sense. And of course. So it's, a lot of people feel like they are getting oppressed. And I mean, we definitely are to a degree. but Not to the extent. That not not to the extent that some people put it at. Yeah. Like you're, you're still a f- I'm still a free-thinking human being. I, yeah. I, I question everything. I don't, I don't believe everything that's said to me. I think about things for myself. Mm. And... It's almost your fault that if you're not thinking about it like that. So I guess you're not wrong. You're not, you're not wrong about saying it's the parents' fault that some kids are like getting on their phones earlier because you can just be like, no, like, well, I don't want to buy you this phone now. Well, yeah, the only reason I say that and not say it's the kids' fault is because at that age you're still growing, so you're you're in the hands of your parent, mm. and mm. the parent needs to have that intuition to say, this is bad, that's good. Mm. And if the parent doesn't understand that because their parents didn't understand that because their parents didn't understand that, it's a whole fucking, um, uh, it's like a whole tree graph of issues. And you need to take, and this is why you like, you have to find it. And I think it is when you hit rock bottom and don't, you know, put your head through a fucking windscreen mm. that you come up and have that intuition. So you have a chance to bring it back. Yeah, it's the best time to do it as well. But because of the the prevalence of all the shit going on, not many people do. Because it's not easy to have like natural remedies and shit and not get shamed for it. 
Mm-hmm. Like walking down the street in your bare feet. Go go shopping in bare feet. Go shopping fucking naked, bro. And you get there exactly. And people are like, "Fuck is this kid doing? He, I, I'm oppressed." He's naked. <laughs> <laughs> He's naked in Kmart. I'm fucking oppressed. Oh, my, my gooch is vibrating. Jesus. Are you a cyborg? Do we... Hmm. What do I say here? Do we... Uh, let's bring you on for a little bit. Yeah, uh, you, you might as well. I just missed the call. We'll see if he calls back. Mm. Second so, chances. Um, What were we just talking about? Oppression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, na- naked man in Kmart. What's... What's your honest opinion about Hitler then? If we're talking about oppression. I I have very many controversial thoughts. As we always do. And I love that podcast. There's a podcast called Controversial Thoughts. And yeah. It's fucking amazing. Um, Shout out then. Controversial Thoughts. Yeah, Mr. Paul Saladino, my guy. Um, yeah, I... The, the more I looked into it, I'm a bit of a devil's advocate. Because I, I don't like ruling out things unless I understand them. Yep. You yep. know, if if someone's blue and doesn't like red, I'm not gonna just say go fuck yourself. I want to know why. Mm. Mm. Because it's to to make a decision before knowing is, in my opinion, is it's very ignorant. Yeah. And unknowing. Yeah. It definitely can be. I say it's naiveness. Yeah. That that that's a better word. And that's something I also wanted to talk about. Naiveness. Mm. Because a lot of people see it as like just being young and inexperienced. And yeah. I get a definition just to make sure. Well, I'm pretty sure it is. So, yeah, To answer the question, yeah, I mean, obviously people can get to extremes. But I, I'm, the, I'm the guy that justifies for Hitler. Yeah, I, I'd, say, I'd say the same for myself. I wouldn't say that what he did was right. But obviously, uh, what I'd say is that he was a free-thinking man, and mm. he thought he was right, and like good on him for backing himself. But yeah, like fuck him for doing what he did. It, like he, he definitely could have taken a, a a lot smarter of a route and way that he was thinking instead of a whole yeah. thing of like fuck, fuck these specific people, fuck the Jews. He could have been like, okay, well, why don't we just start like a central kind of power where we're mm. all kind of equal, we're all kind of even, we can just live our lives, do what we want. Instead of trying to make it this one higher power that's dominated and right. like shits yeah. on people, it could have been a little bit more mellow and peaceful about it. And who knows, maybe you might have been misunderstood. But that's mm. also very. We're very, very out of context. Like, there's so much propaganda about it, but everyone exactly. lacks something. And I think he's an example of a little, he a little um less intuition in a way. Like I think, in a way, they're in the right position. Like his the ideology behind it is a good intention, the same as like, you could look at movies like Thanos. Um, what's the fucking robot dude from Avengers Two? A lot of people are gonna hate me for this. I don't like fucking superhero movies. Oh, I, I fucking never watch them. I don't like them, but these two plots or like these characters. I fuck with them. I like their motives, making the ultimate sacrifice for a better outcome regardless of morals or um you know empathy and emotions just making the best decision for everybody mm-hmm. and even though they lose at the end when you sit back and think about it, it's like well putting morals aside putting like you know the things uh, significant to you 
putting that aside, if that happened, it would be best for everybody. Sorry, this is fucking... Second chance? Second chance. Alright, buddy. I love you, Hitler. I'll talk in your cell time. Hello, Michael. Dude. We're on a podcast. How are you going? You're on a podcast? You're on speaker. How are you going? Oh, yes. I'm very good. I was just uh, wondering what, what, what was going on, but I now know, so... Yeah. What are you munging on, my friend? I'm just having some Smarties currently at the moment. Um, just, you know, went up to the milk bar earlier, got myself some lollies, and, and picked up some Smarties, so... What's your favourite colour of Smarty? Hmm. Honestly, probably the chocolate one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, mate. Well, I'll talk to you in about 10, 15, I'd say. Maybe 20. Yeah, alright. Catch you later. See you, mate. Bit of natural flow. Yeah, beautiful. I love to see it. I mean, it, it's, it's annoying that we got interrupted, but it's also interesting to see just Smarties. Mm, the, the interruption... We were pretty deep in conversation, so I mean, it takes it's, part. It's good, it's good to it's good to like take a step back sometimes. We're talking about some pretty fucked up shit. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's it's a good reflection to have because if you took someone that was out of context and someone that's very, I don't know, very passionate, emotionally passionate with that sort of thing. Mm. They would look at that as, oh, fuck you guys, man. Hitler's 115% a terrible person in every single shape way. I feel sorry for you. I, uh, and you're not necessarily wrong with those kind of people, but put your emotions somewhere else. Mm. Mm, people that like, not really, don't really agree with Hitler, but sympathize for a very good example with Hitler. We understand both sides he of the story. It's very possible that he could have just been a very misunderstood person. Mm. And yes, he, what he did was wrong, but it's also wrong to completely rule him out as Indeed. something horrible. And look, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be able to appreciate everything. Mm. There's something to gain from everything. Yeah. That's what I was saying. To I think I was saying it in the room. Yeah, there's something to gain from every situation. Mm. So to rule anything out is a bit uh, naive. Yes, yes. And naiveness can't, isn't, isn't a bad thing. No. And the definition of naiveness, I have that up. Let me just look at my fucking phone. Yes, pull that out before I say something real controversial. <laughs> Saved <laughs> by the bell. Yeah. Showing a lack of experience, wisdom, or judgment. So... Well, that's a necessary part of the, 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 the path people, of growth. A lot of people see... A lot of people see Oh, what's the fucking word we're talking about? Naive. Naiveness. A lot of people see naiveness <laughs> as a bad thing. And it's really not. Like, a lot of people... Like, for example, there was a song made by the group that referenced something about naiveness. Mm. And it kind of sat in the wrong place because... Or in my heart, at least. Because it referenced naiveness as more of a a bad thing. And... It's 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 sad because naiveness isn't a bad thing. Na- naiveness is just leading to more questions. Naiveness is y- you can't be experienced in everything, and naiveness makes you want to go question it. Well, you have to be a pupil before you can be a master. Mm. You have to be exactly. out there to learn, to be dumb, to look dumb before you can be smart. Exactly, and embrace that. It's part of the it's part of the process. Naiveness isn't a bad thing. But I think. I don't know if it's the, the definition of ignorance, but whatever the word is to 
to like act as if you have the knowledge and to not seek out to be smarter. I, I guess that'd be ignorant. That would be where I'd draw an issue. Because mm. you should be in a strife to always learn from everything. Mm. And that, you know, being naive is part of that. But if you're like reluctant to learn, that's the okay. Yeah, that's when the word switches over from naive to like more yeah, a little bit aggressive, more like defining kind of word. Mm. That's a necessary thing. Naiveness is cool. It is. I like naiveness. You gotta own it. Naiveness has been a really helpful tool for me. Mm. Own the naive. Helps me appreciate the small things when we have a bunch of shit going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not fully aware of it, but I know it's happening. Yeah, it takes you out a little bit so you can come back and like, oh yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. Refocus. Um. So have you heard of the Flinders Street in India? I I really want to talk about that. Someone dropped some controversial shit real quick. Mm. Talking about the um the acting on emotions. Oh, uh, we're switching back a little bit. I like it. Hit me. Yeah. So. I mean, it's part of my research, and eventually I have the goal, which we can talk about a little bit later, of, you know, the goal to get off all the screens. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a collection of all these things I want to study first. So I'm like, yeah, I know all this shit, now fuck it off. Um, but within that, I've learned many things, and I kind of adopt some of this knowledge into my opinion. So... Opinion, cliffhanger, this, this is just some shit. So, like, being in emotions, you, you're sort of, uh, what's a good word for it? You're, like, not stable, you know, like, someone that's acting off emotions is unreliable. That's a better one. If the president, yeah. if the president's having a bad day and he's just sad, and he's like, well, fuck banks. Yeah, it's definitely situational, I'd say. Well, yeah, they make they make decisions without thinking about it. Mm. That's a good way to put it, of acting emotionally. Yeah, well, I mean, those people wouldn't have to worry about not acting emotionally if they weren't in that position anyway. Well, that's what I mean. When they, if, and if they understand when they're emotional, then they can separate that from when they're making big decisions. Mm. But apart from being a smart person and making logical decisions, when they're emotional, it's problematic. That's the word, problematic. That's what I wanted to say before. And where I want, when I make it controversial is that that's why I don't believe women can be leaders. Because they're yeah. emotionally run. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Mm. I mean, my opinion is anyone's possible. Not anyone's possible. Anything is possible. And That's true. I mean... There's anything if optimal. If a person that is more emotional is really good at handling their emotions, is that still the same as someone that can handle, like, doesn't have any emotions? No. No. Oh, I see what you're saying. No. So the person that's more able to handle them mm. is, it's sort of, actually, in, in another sense, it's kind of... Like, maybe we need people that are more emotionally aware to be in power instead of having this kind of thing, thinking that like it has to be this way. What if it isn't? What if we do have someone that's a little bit more emotional and someone that's a little bit more, well, I'd say they're, they're a little bit more emotional, but they're aware of it and they're capable of looking out for it. Instead mm. of just 
chucking in this like cold face dumb cunt that's got a red tie. <laughs> I think it, it's more of an over a natural a natural natural, natural standpoint, <laughs> like as in in a natural sense, men will think logically. Yeah, but so do women, bro. I I don't, I don't see that. I see it. I haven't seen that. I always find them emotional. Even some yeah. men. The people that you you're either unfortunately in the area that I live in that we live in you're either someone that you're you're either awake and you're I wouldn't say awake you're either you're either aware that just to question everything or you're someone that just doesn't question anything mm. and the people that tend not to question everything are more more like easier to succumb to being influenced like being popular like being wanting to have social acceptance simple but then people that want to question everything kind of give off that kind of vibe and I can't I'm going to try and explain it because I'm going to get off topic but you can be man or woman and still question things and still get the same same experience I I don't think that's emotional and not emotional thinking though I would say that's different well I mean emotional thinking is thinking for yourself because if you're not emotional then you're not really you're not thinking you know what I mean like you're not oh no I mean like when when you're when you're sad you make different decisions than when you're chilling do you though hell yeah dude because what happens when you... You, you have you, tendencies. Obviously, if you're angry, you're going to like... Like, say if like Donald Trump got really fucking angry. And He's like, just fuck Jews. Yeah, nuke him. He's, he's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, in that sense, yes. But that that doesn't hold up, like, in the sense of, like, what person that gets a little bit upset at? What, what kind of normal person? Would you, like, would you call yourself a completely in tune, completely out of tune with your emotions? You're a very factual decision maker or are you more of an emotional decision maker oh factual of course factual interesting because that kind of avoids what I was trying to say then. Mm. because the emotions don't run they're not reliable mm. you you can because it's in phases right you're not always going to be angry well someone someone that someone that is more emotional can also still make good decisions but so would they regret them you, later? You're kind of you're kind of painting the picture that women are kind of like emotional, and because of that, that every single one of them are going to succumb to every single emotion that they feel. And you're uh, kind of saying like, no, it's just I'm, I just mean it as a base point. Like at base point, they're more emotional because that is the balance of a the household. They succumb to emotions. They bring yeah, balance. I guess the motherhood. Yeah. Yeah, that's that like sense, that stuff's in their nature. But yeah. for the guy, he needs to lead, so he can't be an emotional mess. I think it's pers- a perspective thing of being emotional. That's like yeah, not bridging yeah, our we're understandings. Kind of, right we're kind now. of fucked on because we got a label for emotional. Yeah, we don't yeah, we, like. See, we don't. I, want I agree with you now. I see what you're saying. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's that's an issue with a lot of conversations I have, like the ones with Charlie. Certain things have weight with different people. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand because I was in the exact same position. Because yeah, you can bring an intention, not knowing that that word has weight with someone, mm. and they'll take it with that weight. Yeah, and it, it yeah. can it can it can paint a completely different even, picture. Even just like opposing an opinion, mm. a lot of people take that as like, oh, like, 
I'm attacking you. It's just like, why would you not want that information? Like, mm. Why would you not want as much information as you can get? Yeah. And then base your opinion on what other people have experienced because your experience isn't going to be the same for as everyone else's. Mm, it'll always so be it different. Be the, you can't have the defining factor. Mm. So that, that's sort of what I mean. Mm. I, I kind of... I. I, I I like connect things a lot with tradition and with like the traditional family home and that dynamic because of how extremely successful and productive and healthy it can be. Yeah, well, it's it's our base function. Mm. Look at fucking tigers. Look at every single animal on our bloody planet. I mean, all the tribes. There's like, there's like a dynamic the in reason, tribes. The only reason why it's not an, an, a normal thing now is because we're more self-aware and we think that these things just not right. I mean, in a sense, they're not. Women should be allowed to go do what they want and that's very true. But, mm. I think, it, it, you're, you're, what you're saying is you're more saying like, uh, like, they, they don't have to stay inside and like, like the fucking classic American woman back in the 70s. But more like, that they just take the more emotional role and then the man goes out and does like the more gruesome thing which is true we should be doing that like the the man goes out and supplies the food in like every other fucking animal mm. kingdom I, I think I think there's, there's a way I can explain that's more advantageous but it's the fact of like you don't have to do things anymore mm. but the reason I bring it back on so often is because there's a real value to it and in, in, in obtaining those traditions and I think I can't speak for the ha uh, for the past because I wasn't there but I would say, whether they understood it or not, the women made a sacrifice for that perfect balance in the household. Yeah, they could go rogue and do whatever the fuck they want, but what about the kids? Mm. What about the, you know, the the sort of the stimulation of like growth and progression, and mm. happiness for everyone that is being, you know, sort of like sacrificed for your will to yeah, do well things. All you really have to say to that is, and how are we going now, considering everything at the moment, compared to how we were going a while ago, when things kind of like we kind of had more, we weren't so accepting of these kind of. I could be anything. I could be a helicopter if I wanted to. I could identify mm. as a as a man, even though I've got a vagina. I think there is flaws in that past of like not believing. But I think we've over overstepped. We've overreached. Yeah, and that's just that's just how things are happening. Like mm. things are just going way too quickly. Like, like look at computers, how they've like developed and how they've changed. Mm. Like back in the, the when they were first made, things were like changing very very slowly, and nowadays like things change in like a fucking couple of days. Like mm. if, if I got like a new USB plug. Yeah, if, if I got the summit in a way is like. You can have the freedom to do things, mm. and in 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 a, in a household standpoint, just do it before you settle. Mm. Simple as that. Go do what the fuck you want. But in the point of you know settling down is is making the sacrifice of being able to do whatever you want forever for a healthy next generation. Mm. Is that worth it? Mm. And that's, that's a very good question. It's that's sort of the sacrifice. I believe that's the sacrifice our generation needs to make to put us on a better path. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. We have to make... We've, we've, we're we at a stage, I, I've noticed a lot with this generation especially, and a little bit younger and a little bit older, 
we're very reliant on drugs. Like a lot of people, a lot of people take a lot of drugs and taking the easy route out. And I, I want to come back and take mm, the hard route. I want to broaden broaden that from mm. drugs. I'd just say stimulants. Because mm. that can it, then you can extend it into screens, food, and everything. That's true. I mean, yeah, you can just say drugs. They're, they're all drugs. The, uh, yeah, even then, yeah, you can just call them all drugs. Mm. Like people, people like getting really stimulated by other things, and hopefully, we all just wake the fuck up and realize that stimulation isn't the key. It's just making sacrifice. That is the stimulation you need. Yeah, the stimulus right. is like a cover-up. Yeah. Bro, I much prefer to eat a big bowl of fucking potato gems and be satisfied with that than have to just sit down and get instant instant satisfaction mm. by taking a substance. I'd much rather work... Like, I'd much rather work. I'd much rather go out in the garden and, like, do some gardening and sweat a little bit and like get pissed off and be like fuck fuck this shovel it's being cunt <laughs> and then like after it's done after I've done the job and like I, I fucking pushed through you've earned and it and that's that stimulation you should be looking for and hopefully because of this real kind of boost in this like this major like spike in non earned satisfaction we get back down and realise that we don't gratification. need it yeah instant gratification mm. Hopefully we realise a lot quicker that... Work before play. Need, yeah, exactly. Work before play, mate. It's such a, like a simple old mm. school overlooked thing. It's simple. If you just work before you play as a life philosophy... You, you it almost could. became like a trend, work before you play. It came yeah. in as like a trend and disappeared. Yeah, eat your veggies before you fucking, you know, tasty shit. Mm. I, I fuck, man. I can, I can absolutely vouch to you. I eat every single vegetable on my plate before I eat my meat. Before I eat any else, anything else on my plate, I'll eat every single piece of veggie. And I think at root, that is a really good saying. But now with, and this is why, you you know, you got to go past nature and you got to have wisdom because now I'm at a point where I'm like, oh shit, fuck veggies, eat the meat first. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think I've dived into that stuff with you yet. Hmm. Though I think it'd be very valuable for you. Well, I got something for you. Are you aware of having fruit and veg together and eating that together how the benefits can be from that I have dived into that a bit mm. but the scale is pretty enormously different what do you mean by that well there's like we, we continue to find benefits in fruits and vegetables yeah but w- when you uh, I'm more talking about when you eat fruit and vegetables together in like a salad yeah like just in total like that whole the benefits from fruit, veg together, separate, you know, uh, fertilized, everything. Mm-hmm. We're still finding benefits for them, but the the scale is still like veg, meat. The weight in difference is enormous. So I mean, you you can sort of still eat both, but like the dramatic, the dramaticness. Of the grow of like the um, growth isn't the right word. I don't know the huge change in health you can have just from making that change, and mentally, I- it's pretty fucking nuts. Yeah, well and truly, uh, I I find myself to be quite an advocate for the veg and fruit meal, mm. and then mung on the meat afterwards, just because. Like, I, I love my veggies well and truly, but who doesn't love a bit of steak a bit more? 
Well, this is kind of the theory, like, although work before you play should still be the stigma, you're better off just eating the steak and then putting the plate oh, back. Oh, so you, hey, you're like more saying, like, if you ate the steak, you'd get more nutritional benefit, more, you'd oh. gain more <laughs> if you ate the steak over just eating the veggies. If I'm like trying to separate from the reward system of like work before play, that that's amazing. Mm. But as far as nutrition and shit goes, like your best interest is just to eat the meat and figure everything else. Yeah, yeah. In simple forms, like Mm. to understand it better, you can go through everything Mm. and pick my brain. If you if you look back, we used to just eat meat. We did. We hunted and we were healthy as motherfucker. And that's what we were meant to be, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> and it is, it's is—it's difficult to achieve that right now because everything is in the opposite end of the spectrum's favour. Mm, mm. You know, wheat is the mainstream. That's where all the money is. Mass production of wheats and artificial stuff, you know, science burgers and all that jazz. And all, all like Disney the doctors. <laughs> yeah. Hope, yeah. hope you and hope Charlie and Levi are enjoying their fucking dirty bird right now. Yeah. Because they were, they were planning on leaving when I left uh, old Floyd's house. Mm-hmm. So yeah, hopefully they're enjoying that. Fucking hopefully they're listening in and yeah, blessing and blessings to you, love and light. Absolutely. Fucking hopefully you eat a bit of chicken for me. Yeah, always. But yeah, that that's like the um. Fucking what was I going? Yeah, so it's hard to do it now because mm. all the doctors will recommend what the research shows. Yeah. And you know, lo and behold, it's, it's all enormously wrong and yeah. just been twisted for the massive industries to make a massive buck. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where like all it's such a fucking rabbit hole. And even if they are testing it or like even if they are trying to benefit people, the way they test it isn't how to test it if you get what I mean. Like I know it's they're, t- they're testing in a in a place where it's not realistic where they're like they're like testing rats and then it when they test humans, they're in like a clinical place. It's all like yeah, it sitting apply. there stressed out. They're like sitting there, like thinking that there's this new medication they're taking, and they're freaking out. And then there's some other things that happen. And when the medication actually gets put out, people are just taking it because they're like, "Oh, this placebo this is meant to work." I, I would say all the benefits is mostly placebo because they believe it will. Exactly. Yeah. And even then, it's still fucking them up. That's how mm. you know it's not good for you. Yeah, well, then they have pl- they have room to put other shit in there. Mm. And that's they don't have to put real stuff in there. They can just be like, yeah, man, like this is, this is what's meant to be in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm going to bridge that to, to an eating topic, which is short but really good. But before, yeah, so like, there's a rabbit hole with that, though. So mm. like, the wheat production, that what that does to your body allows you, oh, now we need toothbrush to fix our teeth because the food's fucking it up. Oh, now we need to wash our hair because we're getting dandruff from our skin fucking. Oh, we're, oh, we're getting acne. Now we got to get all these products and it's a massive cycle. Exactly. And no one will support you if you drop out of it. Except like the minorities. So sad. It is. And it's some fucked up shit. And, and it's, it's <laughs> cool though. It's really cool because we're at a position where if we were to drop out and go live like a completely off-grid life and live the life we want to go live, We'd, we'd, we wouldn't be among the first people to go do so. No. But we'd be among the first people in like a, a quite a social kind of area. Well, I think that's where you can make an impact. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. like I've learned that with, with this entire friend group that 
you can only say something so many times. But in comparison to them seeing you as a byproduct of what you said, it's it's a whole new ball game. Mm. You know, watching Superman walk past you worse someone telling you of him walking past is a completely different mm. experience. Mm. Yeah, you actually have to put things into play, otherwise shit doesn't mean nothing. Yeah, pe- people don't always take your word. they got to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and that can inspire people. That can, yeah, exactly. That can inspire people to join yeah, you. Exactly, yeah. And that's why I was glad to join. That's why I was super glad that you wanted to start making this podcast when I first started talking about it. Mm. Because we're having a conversation. And yeah, we're uploading it onto the internet, but either way, we're st- the base core of it is... It's a conversation. Mm. We're we're growing from this, mm. and we're then there's an opportunity, and there's other people growing from it, which we're all going to say is like, mm, there's an opportunity. We're, we're, in, we're influencing people to conversate. Exactly, like, at minimum. Like most of the shit that we're kind of talking about doesn't really mean anything. Like it means something to us, and it's it's our beliefs, and it's what we think. Our beliefs, mm. and it's what we think. But in the grand scheme of things, if you really, really want to step away from everything. It doesn't mean shit, but what really does mean shit is that we're talking and we're growing as a race. Exactly. That that's that's the part. That's like the bare minimum to take away from mm. this. It's just a talk. Yeah, that's one of the one things that I put in the description somewhere mm. when I was making all the accounts for this. Is just talk. Yeah, we just the main goal for this is inspire talking, inspire, inspire conversation, talking deeply, talking mm. about shit. And it doesn't always have to mean something. Like no, a lot of, people, not. A lot of people see art as having to mean something like no, it can just be a doodle on a fucking car come, come, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's something that comes up quite a bit mm. like you don't need to have a reason for doing something yeah, you don't need you don't need to invent rocket science after and a conversation that is what art is yeah the fact that you accept that you don't need to do any you don't need to have any meaning behind it you just create it's just create just Whether like it be fucking rocket ships or whatever you're going to branch off with that. Yeah, there's an it inspiration. It could be fucking music. It could be drawing on a piece of paper. It could be something real conventional like that. Or it could be like fucking making piss drawings. Mm. Pissing on a wall and making a drawing. It's just putting it out there. you got exactly. an inspiration. You just put it out there. And, and it sucks. People people so people are oppressed in that way. That's mm. the way that we're oppressed as a society. That's not, the oppression. Not the, not the government trying to completely control us and overrun us. Yeah. In a sense, like yeah, they they shouldn't they, they shouldn't exist there in the first place, but they're there now, and we're doing pretty alright. We're fucking it's it's all meant to be. Yeah, it's just part of the process. It's just it's just growing, and unfortunately, it might be shit now that we're we we as a soul go through that experience in a much shorter lifespan, mm. but the world experiences that growing experience a lot longer. Yeah, it's, it's like a long-term they're, they're, thing. They're, yeah, their their growing experiences last longer. Their better experiences last longer, because it's just a bigger thing. There's more to it. Yeah, it's it's not overnight thing. Like mm. our entire generation might be spent on us fucking up all the time until we get it. Mm. And yeah. that, that's what our race does. We yeah, fuck up and we learn. Exactly it. And a lot of people, a lot of spiritual people, say like it's it's all meant to be, but then talk shit about the government and say how they shouldn't be there. Mm. And something that I find quite, I, w- I want to say funny. <laughs> <laughs> like all the conspiracy theorists out there that are like questioning absolutely everything down to like the molecular level. Mm. Which is fair enough, go for it. But 
when you start questioning like like what happened with 9-11 and like did the government fucking conspiracy like did the government do this on purpose and what's their motive Mm. like either way it happened like you just gotta be able to move on as a race that's kind of my point with that stuff like I don't mind you go on a tangent looking and talking to it you can't not question everything but again there's just limits if it's in the past just get over it man like it has to be on par with your strife for improvement Mm. if it's not bringing you up in some point honestly just discard it Mm. because you need to be taking you got to be benefiting from what you're doing 100% agree you gotta always be moving always be adapting very hard in these situations though unfortunately it is because it's so much easier to just keep doing the same shit that's where I'm at. Just chilling out. <laughs> yeah. It's the inertia. You just got to get started. Yeah. Get um, around the right people. Just, all you got to do is take steps. Yeah, it's just little steps. As long as you're on the right path and you you know where you want to go. Falling down is an accident. Falling down is part down of the choice. Forward. Staying down is a choice. Yes, that's facts. But if, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Falling down is part of it. But if you stay down. It's your choice. You're pussy. Yeah, and that brings me to some very <laughs> controversial <laughs> topics. <laughs> and I'm not going to go there because I love I love humans, and uh, I believe everyone everyone's opinions and thoughts are valid. But so are those. So are those exactly it. But I mean, I, I would save them for another one because. Yeah, I want to finish. We've, talk, we've talked about Hitler. Right? <laughs> 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 we're, we're in enough. I I wanted to finish on that, on one of them being um. Yeah, the eating addictions and um, health, mm. and that linking to you, and then I, I want to go on that fucking Flinders Street. Flinders Street. I want to finish with that. Yeah, I'm very keen to talk. Because fucking keen with um. Yeah. Well, what what is your position on um, on on your on your physical body? Where where are you? Um, that's a very good question, and it's gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be honest, and it's gonna be hard to talk about this, but I'm very keen to. Absolutely, I yeah. I think this is a this will be really beneficial for you to, to take a step in this yeah, path because I I observe, I observe everybody, mm. uh, and and I see, I, I try to impact things so that they can be brought and then, at some point, be benefited to the person. Yeah, well, you have to talk about things. Exactly. If you don't talk about it, nothing's going to fucking happen. Exactly it. Well, right now, I'm pretty happy. Mm. Like, I guess I'm at this stage where I'm kind of just in this weird depressed stance. I don't know why I keep saying stance. Depressed trance. But like, are you, stance. like, familiar with it? Like, kind of comfortable with yeah, it? Yeah, of course. I'm very accepting of it. Yeah. And it's not something <coughs> that I necessarily want to be in, but it's something that I'm kind of was semi-forced into but I didn't see it happening so I couldn't change it on time so at the moment like I I find myself like I I like me food I love me food and back in the day I used to be very self-conscious and I was a lot bigger and a lot more Mm -hmm. chubby and less defined as a human being which is is perfectly fine I was very 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 self-conscious and now in the sense like I'm not self-conscious because other people are looking at me or other people have opinions because if they have opinions or have 
have certain thoughts and like who cares in the first place if you which is a good thing if you if you honestly sit there and think like oh this kid's a fat cunt i'm not going to talk to him then like who am i to talk to you and yeah that that's like a that's a different thing if you're worrying about other people's opinion that mm. at, at any point that shouldn't be dictating your mm. your thoughts of yourself amen to that and it, it took a very very strange couple of experiences to learn to not think like that mm. but now it's more just like I, I'm just self-conscious for myself, for my health, for my well-being, mm. for like my, I guess my species well-being. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you really think about it, because like I, obviously, like natural instincts take over, and you just want to be like a human being, mm. and like be that that like m- that fit kind of like. You want to be like an optimal human yeah, being. Yeah, exactly. That's the word I was looking for, not fit. Optimal human optimal being. Optimal function, optimal ability, mm. no fear. And, and I've accepted that. And I've accepted that that's my natural feeling. And I, I'm mm. not scared of it. I don't like hide from it. I'm yeah. going to use it to my benefit. It's a good step. Mm. But I say, and I would relate to that in a, in a, in a, a context of like inertia. Because like the first step is sort of accepting wherever you're at mm. and being like, Oh, good. Yeah. And then the next step is to want better yeah. and to start moving towards that. Making your own track while you're doing it. Yeah. You, you just yeah. make a path and try and get on it. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, like, uh, now I'll, if someone calls me, like, fat, like, fuck you. And I wouldn't even call myself fat, and that's the thing. Like, I, I'm a bigger person, but I'm not someone that just sits around and does fucking nothing all day. Mm. And I'm not someone that really is even, like, fat fat compared to a lot of people these days well yeah you, you don't hold yourself to that sort of stigma mm. I, I'm just a person that fucking lives man mm. and like if I happen to have a little bit of a bigger body than everyone else then fuck you like mm. that's me and I'm happy to be different yeah yeah and yeah like I use it to my advantage fucking playing as a five man in basketball I use my <laughs> big body man use me height and like yeah <coughs> I've never not done body like I'm like, I, I don't know how to put this but like I've never been someone that has the traits of someone that becomes overweight so I guess just I am who I am and that's what it was meant to be and mm. I, I'm slowly accepting that for myself but I've accepted it for everyone else's opinions yeah I reckon that's a good step forward because mm. it, it it was brought to my attention because I always saw and I wasn't sure if it was just the style of the group Mm. But I always saw everyone wear long sleeve everything. Mm, mm. Especially you when we play balls, like you're a bit hesitant to take off the sleeve and I was like Yeah, yeah, yeah. not wrong. No wrong. It was interesting, I'm like, hmm. Maybe he wants better. Yeah, well I mean as I was saying, it's just just in my head at this point. Like it's mm. it's all just personal. Like I don't wanna like naturally I guess I have my jumper on and like it becomes like I a like, habitual I like my jumper, like sort of I, thing. I like my jumpers. They're comfortable. They, yeah. they get rid of the wind. They're not too fucking warm. Yeah, it's like I guess if you really go down to the base core of it, it it's more than probably likely that it's... It's very to easy to justify up. it. Because mm. 99% of the time, it's got nothing to do with it. Mm. But in those times that it is, it's very easy. It's like, yeah, nah. mm. It's just a habitual thing. And I do relate to that, getting over other people's opinions. I reckon that's a, it's a huge step to go yeah. through. yeah. And then, and then you sort of stick with yourself, like, because my big thing is always having the standards enormously over the top, mm, mm. Um, which is a, a detriment, but it's sort of, 
keeps you pushing because like i i can i can think that people perceive me in a way and that keeps me pushing for more but it, at the same time it, it holds me back a bit because mm, mm. i'll assume things that aren't to the extent but if i didn't it's it, it's sort of like always wanting to be optimal because that's the sort of point where there's a freedom to be able to like Go do whatever you want. You know, yeah, go climb a building. And That's what I was going to say. Just go, if you want to climb a tree, you can just go climb a tree. Mm-hmm. There's no nothing holding you back. Like, if I want to go play ball, I can just do it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to get and injured. And play for hours, you don't have to worry about it. And exactly. That yeah, if you get injured, as you were saying, you don't have to like recover for as long. And yeah, that's what I probably yeah. won't get injured. Like my, my injury that I've had for the last seven years has been purely from all an imbalance, mm. but of excess weight. Mm-hmm. I've always had at least 10 to 20 kilos just extra from and I stem this back from the first fucking device I got that little iPod <laughs> I went from a skinny kid that played like 6 hours of ball a day to playing zero ball and just sitting on the screen Yeah, and I've been chubby ever since and I reckon it's fucked my metabolism but probably because of the injury it's like ingrained in me a bit more to like get optimal and everything else is just chilling yeah I strive for that freedom. Yeah. So I, yeah. You can even hit burnout as well doing that kind of thinking. You can get to the point where you get too tired and you're not really even like working on anything. Your form becomes poo-poo and you're just... Well, that's what I mean. you you got you to figure that shit yeah. out. But yeah. it is... I, I find it to be a superior mindset than 100% acceptance because mm. that makes a yeah, bit of step. everything. Yeah, yeah it makes a bit of... Just like questioning it and like hearing someone's opinion and be like, yeah, okay. And then mm. still listening to what you think and still... Like not taking anyone else's opinions in. It's yeah, more like it, you question everything and then question your own thoughts. Yeah, otherwise it creates a bit of stagnation. Mm. You, like, you, you stay at that it's point. It's one-way street. Yeah, you, you kind of just stay at that place without getting anywhere. Mm. Mm. Fucking Flinders Street, huh? Yeah, let's hit that shit. Because, yeah, un- unfortunately, life moves on. Mm. Podcasts, I love podcasts. Human contact is my priority. <laughs> Even though there's a semi-human contact. Yeah. I mean, this is human contact with like a bit of broader... Bit of technology in there. It's, it's of, a different yeah. stance. Bit of in different intention. It's a learning stance. It's a learning process. But we, we get the same gain like 90-10%. Oh, mate. Uh, we're getting the same gain 100%. Yeah. I wouldn't say we're getting the exact same... I mean, like strength. ninety. We're not getting the same strength, but we're getting the same outcomes. Yeah, the the, the type of outcomes are same. Mm. I think the extent of it's probably a bit less because mm. it's like a little bit less pure. But at the same time, we do it that much. We don't even conversation for me is just conversation. Like I could have a fucking yeah. phone in my face and I'll be straight same up. shit. Mm. You get into that flow. Yeah, and I, it's just so much easier when you have the group that we do have mm. to like just understand how to do that. Yeah, everyone's talk. got a bit of that flow in them. Mm. Once they get going, they can just go. Yeah, and everyone's accepting of that flow as well. It's not like it's just a one-way street where we all have that flow, but none of us accept it. Mm. It's just that flow that continuously flows, and it's too easy to fall into conversation. And I don't understand why people don't more often. Like I could, uh, I could fucking sit here, and it's obvious that I could sit here <laughs> and just keep conversating because we're going to talk about Flinders Street. Yeah, because I have to leave. This. But now, what are we doing? We could do this for such a long time. I can sit here and talk for fucking hours. Like I can question yeah. everything. I could break things down to the tiniest little thing. And I don't understand why people don't do it more. I think that's why this is valuable. Because mm. for starters, it gives us a routine of doing it in case like we don't get to do it. 
Yeah, and it's it like puts, a filter. It puts us in a place where we're uncomfortable, which we're already uncomfortable, and mm. why not let more uncomfortable come? Yeah, that's, that's how you grow. Exactly. From uncomfortable stuff. And then it helps other people like think about, well, I should conversate. Yeah, I, they're uncomfortable and they're expressing and putting it on the internet. I should be comfortable with doing that. Yeah. Like, Seek to be comfortable in uncomfortable positions. Exactly. And that's what Wim Hof is, I believe. It is. I believe it's the most natural, the most naturalist, uncomfortable situation you could be in. Mm. Like if you strip down a living organism to the base value of what it is, it's basically just your heart and your lungs. And, and your spine. I guess. I wouldn't say specifically a human being in this kind of situation. More of just oh, a living well organism. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess you'd kind of just say like, Lungs and a heart. Let's just say that. Let's just go with that because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll rain check that for. And uh, when, when you're doing Wim Hof, you're, you're doing your breathing really, really heavily, which then puts your heart at a. It's it's um it strains it. Yeah, it strains it. it stresses it, it. It puts it at its um, it's up. It's I can't think of the word now. It puts it at one end of extremity, and then when you're um holding your breath, that puts your lungs at it's one end of extremity and when you're holding your breath like your your heart's looking for more oxygen it has to be more efficient it has to and it learns to be more efficient yeah. and that basically just teaches you that what well, it's taught me that like even in the most uncomfortable place where you can't like you, your body can't function the way it's meant to. You can't breathe. You still function. You still live. Yeah. You still move on. It's a teaching. And it, it's taught me that, like, uncomfortable situations are uncomfortable for a fucking reason. Mm. It's trying to teach you something. Mm. Have you done much Wim Hof? I don't think we've had a proper conversation. We've talked about it. Yeah, my, my meditations and stuff vary. Um, comes Comes and goes. When I get more so locked you don't, in... So you don't specifically do Wim Hof. You more of... You just touch base around everywhere. Oh, Wim Hof is like my favorite, but yep. sometimes I like to just sit down and contemplate. Yep, yep. But I, th- I'm to about be the honest, same there as well. I don't do it as much as I want to because I get caught up in life. And that's okay. Yeah, but eventually when I'm more consistent in my routines, I'll, I'll be more into it. Because it's, it's, it's some serious shit. That's why it's like so good for sickness and stuff. It's yeah, like yeah. Simple, natural ways to stress the immune system and make you stronger. So I, I haven't been sick in fucking years. <sighs> Tell me about it. Yonks, man. Tell me about it. Since fucking primary school, I've been a healthy young man. Yeah, I I, I mean, from the outside, I do some weird shit. Mm. And I, I'm absurdly healthy for the weird shit I do. Mm. Like I don't brush my teeth. I don't, I don't shampoo my hair. And it's the healthiest it's ever been. Yeah. It's whack. I haven't washed... I haven't used a a single piece of shampoo. Natural or unnatural. For more than probably four or five years. Fuck yeah. I wouldn't want to. That shit's weird. It's... It's been... It's been a good journey. Yeah. Um, People that don't know, I have dreads. So, obviously, I don't want to be putting shampoo in there. Yeah. And before even getting dreads, <laughs> me and Riley were having competition to see who could not wash their hair for the longest. <laughs> you were setting it up for it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just all set up. That's beautiful. 
And now Riley has his damaged dead hair and I have my living <laughs> kind of breathing hair that's going still. Yeah, what the fuck happened to his? Uh, he he kind of got split ends and he's got like metal and shit in there, so it's kind of hard to clean it properly. What the fuck? How did that yeah. happen? Oh, he's got metal in there because he's got like bottle caps and shit in there. Oh, no yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of just, I don't think he really cares. So he kind of just, yeah. they're, they're not dead. Like his hair's not dead, but it's just split ended. So it's not growing anymore. Yeah. It's just stuck at where it's at, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's chilling. I've been lucky that I got a fucking healthy bald head. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't bald. Yeah. That's why. My hair's just still growing. Fuck yeah. I mean, I guess you don't really need shampoo to have hair that grows. And it cleans itself. And honestly, I think what really happened is that Riley went back to shampooing his hair. I know he has because he does shampoo his hair. Oh. And I think it's because he's started shampooing. I would agree. Mm. My hair feels naked when I shampoo it. Bro, I feel, I feel beautiful. <laughs> like, I have I have dandruff in my head and it doesn't fucking itch. Yeah, yeah I never itch. Like, uh, only when I like sweat profusely. Yeah, exactly. It's only when you sweat, and that's natural as fuck. That's how I love it. Be. I love it. Yeah, man. When you're scratching, you get more blood flowing. Yeah, that's true. It's fucking beautiful. It's it's much better. I my my dandruff doesn't hurt any other time, mm. and then I can say fuck off. It's not dandruff when I'm like hit, scratching my head with dirt with a bit of dandruff. <laughs> yeah, you got you got different ways to justify. Yeah, I'm lucky. I got my little fucking dirty dreads, <laughs> mate. I love it. Flinders Street. You read my mind. You read my motherfucking mind. Um, so Flinders Street. This is a this is an interesting topic. <laughs> um, Let's go. A lot of people should be aware of this. I'm not sure how public this really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't hear a single piece of information about this until this year. And I didn't, didn't even think about it. So I, I wonder if it's the same with everyone else. I wonder if we even have Melburnians living. Not living. I wonder if we even have <laughs> Melburnians listening to this podcast. Yeah. But the dude that designed the Flinders Street Station... Yeah. was also tasked to design a station in India. And I don't remember what city it's in, so it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but what happened is, because, it, well not because, he had these two tasks at the same time, these two jobs of making or designing the, uh, s- the station in India and v- Melbourne yep. at the same time. And he was sitting there and somehow... He sent the designs to the wrong countries. So, they straight up built Flinders Street that was meant... Flinders Street that's in Melbourne right now was meant to be built in India. And the one that's in India is meant to be built in Melbourne. Oh, shit. They didn't... like he He sent them out and I don't know if he knew or not. But, he, they, didn't, they didn't swap it. They actually built it. And they actually haven't changed it. It was straight up like... What the fuck? The Indian <laughs> building is meant to be in Melbourne. And I'll, show you f- I'll show I was going to say, I want to see it. I'll show you a photo right fucking now. I was going to show you after the podcast, but fuck it. Dude. Reactions. What the fuck? So somehow, he's straight up, yeah, just sent them to the wrong place. It's like my favourite bit of random information I've ever heard. Same. I was gobsmacked when I found out about it. And it's it's very, very, very true. Like it is real. I, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. That's some dumb shit someone would do. Like, 
every single person that I've told this bit of information to has been like, no shit, Flinders Street has always looked whack. Mm. And it's not even from like the exterior, like on the, ac- the, ac- the outside of the station. It's like looking from a bird's eye view, which just doesn't fit right. It looks wrong. It doesn't fit. The way the, the, way the tracks come in, it's just like, it, it just doesn't fit. It looks like they've just like had to yeah. scramble some tracks in that. How would they sense. fit everything? Like, yeah. it wouldn't have made sense. That's, that's what was meant to be in Melbourne. What? Yeah. That would fit more. There's, yeah. there's similar buildings like yeah. that in Melbourne. Think about how wide the tracks are when they're going into Flinders Street and then it just gets down to 12, 12 platforms. What the fuck? Yeah. That's, oh, man. And imagine being an Indian and being reminded of the English population when every, every single time you go and try and catch this <laughs> fucking train. Imagine being like this Indian person that does not like the English yeah. and having to look at this English building. It's like dedicated, like it's it's English at heart. Like the bricks mm. made, out, like the bricks that the made out of the building. The building is made out of cultural diversity. It's English, and they they'd be shit. They'd hate it. They'd hate it. They might love it. We, we got we got no. Nah, I reckon they'd hate it. I reckon <laughs> I reckon we got the fucking easiest end of the spoon. Yeah. Like we we not we don't because we don't care. Yeah, our culture doesn't really hold grudges to another culture yeah. as much as what an Indian person would or a Chinese person would or a Japanese yeah, person would. Yeah, they like would. cultural differences. Yeah, they, like they love yeah. their history. And yeah, they try to keep it to which themselves. Is fair, which is very fair. Like of course. They, they've got a whole other outlook on life and that's yeah, beautiful. Secure. But, yeah, it's it's just funny because they have that outlook. <laughs> they have to look at the station. <laughs> and it's and just in, like, oh. Uh, in that perspective, it's like, yeah, fuck. Sucked in. Get on and know fucking that. I wonder who designed it. I wonder who actually designed Flinders Street. Mm. Man, the one, oh, the English one looks mad though. It does. Ah, it does look really cool. And I, I encourage every listener to have a suss of this, whether you live in Australia or not. Yeah. Or man. know what the fuck Flinders Street station <laughs> is or not. <laughs> have a, have a suss. It's really interesting. Like once you look at this station that's in Melbourne, the Flinders Street that's in Melbourne right now. You'll be like, yes, that is meant to be in fucking India. Mm. You, look the the one that's in I- you look at the one that's in India, and you're like, yeah, that is the one that's meant to be in fucking like in an English country. Yeah, it's it's stupid. <laughs> it's honestly stupid. The dude that designed it was James Fawcett. James Fawcett. It's James, you m- fucking goose, mate. You made a good story. <laughs> oh, you muppet! I, I love it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, well, it's been very beautiful to talk to you, my friend Ruben. It was. I reckon this is the this is a beautiful reboot. It's been nice. It's been real nice. We, we should bring it back. We should. And look, it's my fault for not fucking being like, yo, we should just do a Discord podcast. Mm. Because it's a very viable option. Yeah, I would love to do that. Because then that mm. invites the possibility of other people doing it. Yes, especially at the moment. Yes, and I have people that would like to do it. Mm. So you you gotta you gotta feel me on how the fuck to do that. I'll 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 converse. I should be able to figure it out. Mm. I, I think everything should be fine. I just don't know FL Studio, so I'll just have to converse with someone that does. Mm. I mean, if I can do it on that one as well, that'll be easy as fuck. Mm. But yeah, if we can do it on if you if we can do it on yours, that's just, then we can have guests. Well, I I don't I don't uh, the only reason why I refer to FL Studio is because I thought you used FL Studio. Oh, what what, po- what um program do you use? This is, what is it, Edison or something? 
I'm not sure. I'll check it, but it's like a free service. Mm. I was using FL, but it it's not for podcasts. It has like a cap at like half an yeah, hour. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. More yeah. music thing. Yeah, and then this one has a cap at like, I don't know if it has a cap, but our website no that we use, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the website we use has a cap of three hours. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and then there's a cap on, um, I think there's a cap on YouTube. It's like 12 hours. So the ones above three hours, I got to put on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, so I use this one. I think it's like a, a decent audacity. That's audacity. What it was. Yeah. Well, yeah. The only reason why I bring it up is so we can like record on there with Discord. Like, so I'll be obviously on your computer talking on there. We yeah. will record me, and then also you guys at the same time if whoever's in here. Yeah, yeah. So I just got to make sure we figure that out. If we could figure that out, that'd be fucking mad. Yeah. And then we're done doing that. Yeah, and especially with Corona, like we could get locals on that shit. Yeah, we could. There's so many opportunities we could do with this. I would fucking like that. There's, there's I'm sure there's a few people. I, I have a couple names in my head that we might be able to talk to. Dude, a- any conversation, man. That that's that's what's. Well, yeah, honestly, if you want to come, have a fucking come on the podcast. Yeah, do talk to us. Reach out. Because yeah, as Ruben was just saying, like anyone's anyone's thoughts are amazing. There's literally no limit to any thought, any... Even just coming to talk for the sake of talking. Mm. That's it. That's all you need. You don't even have to be truthful. Just break the silence. Just come in and talk some shit. Just just, just, just come talk. Yeah. And you're not going to be live, so I don't think you're funny. <laughs> 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 also, I want to say hi to mum. I love you, mum. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right, beautiful. Peace and love. Peace and love and blessings. See you next time.